Hi, welcome to the Suitcase Club podcast where we are committed to your art. I am your host, Stefan van der Walt. At TSC, we empower professional South African performing artists who are committed to their art and want to improve their craft. As artists, we always strive for perfection and with limited access to constant training, we are hindered to grow and to enrich our industry. Join us as we have insightful conversations with successful professionals and industry leaders that will inspire you to commit to your art to connect with your community and uplift yourself and those around you, to build the habit of constant improvement and to become the best skilled artist you want to be. Today is an exciting day as we talk with a cast member from one of the hottest shows in the country at the moment. He is a young actor and extremely talented dancer who has paved his way through local and international film sets. With films such as Universal's Honey 3 and Bring It On 6 and Warner Brothers' A Cinderella Story, our guest today is definitely no stranger to the camera. He has danced with major names including local artist Casper Nievest, Ricky Rick and Lakota Silva. He also opened for international artist Bryson Tiller and has been dancing with major South African choreographers including Debbie Rakuzin and Rudy Smith. He recently launched his film acting career playing the role of Vernon on Siemendalan. His latest role has allowed him to push boundaries and represent a community. Without any further ado, here is my conversation with the one and only Mark from Netflix's Blood and Water, Dwayne Williams. So we're here with the wonderful, wonderful Dwayne Williams today. We're so excited to have him with us. Welcome, Dwayne. Thank you so much for having me, Steph. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, man, this is absolutely brilliant. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh, dive into this straight straight on. So um, I would like to know more about your journey as as actor and dancer. Where did your love for performing arts start? Um, wow. Well, I, one day I was uh, reading a newspaper, actually, I was super young. Um, and yeah, I saw that auditions were happening for it was like a, a community drama group, basically. Um, and they were holding auditions for like just small little theater shows and things at like a school. So I auditioned and I started doing little things there. I did like a small production of Grease, uh, little talent show type things. And um, yeah, I, I, really, I really adored um, people like Charlize Theron, uh, Ashton Kutcher. I had like posters of them up on my wall. So I, I, was, <laughs> I was huge fans of them. Um, and at the time I didn't, uh, it wasn't a, I wasn't, passionate about it but i knew that that i i loved it and it, it just at the time it didn't seem that close to me to attain it um you know what these actors had um but but i loved it at the time and mm. and yeah i just yeah that's how it started so was your first passion acting and then it developed into dancing yeah so it it was acting um and then i i started dancing after um so while while i was a part of this community drama group um we do some dance pieces and things like that um but then after matric i auditioned for uc to to uh, study at uct drama school and um i didn't get in and i was like you know what? Oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> dance. And then for for a while, I didn't uh, look at acting or drama because you know my I felt like my dreams were crushed. Um, so I from then on I I strictly focused on dancing. Um, 
and yeah, that's and and somehow it it made a full circle where dance led me back to to acting again, just so Brilliant. crazy. Um, so yeah. And I mean, you're mainly correct me if I'm wrong, but you're mainly a hip hop dancer. That's your main focus. Why hip hop? Yes. Um, I I used to watch like music videos, hip hop music videos, like you know Chris Brown, and I used to try and I used to try and copy the moves in the music video, like in in my lounge, to try and copy the moves. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think it was. I, I loved hip hop music. I still do, although I I, I like different kinds of music. Um, but back then I was I was a hip hop head, and I'd watch like You Got Served, and so at the time I was I was quite obsessed with uh, the genre. Um, and mm. yeah, I think I was just, I was very comfortable uh, with it. And if I had known back then, like what I know now about other styles, you know, uh, like ballet and, yeah. and, you know, just different types of styles, I definitely would have done it. Um, but I wasn't also exposed, uh, the school that I went mm. to, I wasn't exposed to that. So yeah, I played a role. Yeah. Um, well, getting into your into your your actual career, which started in, I don't know, I'd say about 2015, when you had the chance to work in your first international film set, that was with Honey 3, right? That's correct, yes. Amazing. But like, how, yeah. what, was, what was it like for you, firstly, working on an international film set? I mean, that must have been quite something. It, it, yeah, it was so exciting. Um, firstly, I, I think most of the dancers were just so, like, starstruck because uh, the lead in the movie was Cassie, um, who's a huge mm. musician. Um, and we were just so, like, Oh my gosh, she's like all the way from America. She's like having lunch with us. Like it was so, it was so cool. Uh, like experiencing that with with uh, the artist, but also um, just seeing the magnitude of, of like the the cameras and you know being on set and just the way things are, are are run. It was just I think all of our eyes were just so big and we were just yeah. Mm. I I was looking around in such a way because I've never experienced that before. Um, so it was, yeah, I was very excited and I was, a lot of the time I was looking, um, uh, I was observing, um, because like I'd stand and I just watch like what's happening around me, like what the actors are doing, what the director's doing, like just observing and soaking in and taking in as much as possible. Mm, mm, mm. No, absolutely. And what was the process mm. like with Honey? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of dancing, and and I also know you've you did yeah. bring it on as well. So with with that, and even even with Cinderella uh, for Warner Brothers, you guys did a lot of mm. dancing. So what was the process yeah. with regards to like rehearsals, getting on set? Um, did you do yeah. all the rehearsals for all the numbers once uh, at first before you guys actually started filming, or did you do it like in between? Yeah. How did it work? So before beforehand, we would rehearse. Um, it was actually different for for. A few of them like with honey um we rehearsed we i think we had like three or four weeks of, of rehearsal just rehearsing all of the numbers first making sure that we know um uh, like what we're doing with regards to that and then we would they they would adjust it to to the scene um so when they would shoot they'd either say like they we should do like half of the number um and then they'd switch things around with like cameras and whatever and do you know what I mean so um mm -hmm. there would be we sometimes have to adapt um the dance for what the scene calls for does that make sense uh, um, understandably and so. and yeah if it also worked with the director whereas with bring it on 
um, we rehearsed during while they were shooting. So uh, because there, there were a lot of days where they were shooting uh, different other scenes and we would be in a different rehearsal space, um, you know, going over new numbers. And I think the choreographer from LA, uh, Tony G, he, mm. I think he liked working like that. Um, yeah, because he's he's a he's a professional in in he's a professional choreographer and um, yeah he he's just so experienced so that was how he enjoyed um, doing things and then Amazing. I think it was yeah it was almost the same with with Cinderella where we rehearsed before the time um, and then we went on set and we did our thing yeah well that's so exciting man. Um, yeah. With Bring It On, um, yeah. you, I mean, Bring It On is, a, is in a sense, quite a different ball game from your normal, can I say, dance formation um, with yeah. regards to when it comes to, to the actual cheerleading and the lifting and the throwing and all those things. Did you guys have oh, to wow. do that? Um, did they get people in for that? Did they actually train you for that? What was the process we, with that? We definitely had to do that. Um, so the first few weeks, uh, the first two weeks, we they, they took us through like cheerleading drills where... Uh, the girls had to learn to be uh, lifted. So they had to go in the air and mm, actually mm, had to mm. trust uh, the, the guys at the bottom, which is called, they're, they're called the bases. Um, so they had yeah. to really trust the base and, and go up and learn the different techniques in, as to how to uh, like hold their core and you know, all these things. And the boys had to learn how to like throw the girl up and hold, hold her like in your hand or yeah. in both hands. It, it is, it was crazy, but it was it was definitely interesting. The first few days, I remember it was it was quite scary because um, we'd never done that before. We were all hip hop dancers, mm. and um, yeah, it was a bit scary. But then we, we all of us got quite comfortable with it. Um, but they also had about fifteen to twenty international cheerleaders that they had brought over from the states. Well, actually, from this yeah, from all around the world, actually. Um, mm-hmm. So there, there were professional um, cheerleaders there um, also helping us out. Um, and at the end of everything, we ended up not actually like doing the cheerleading, like that kind of thing. <laughs> we, we, were, we were doing like normal choreography. But I think it was nice just to get into the, the rhythm of things and the, mm. get the sense of the movie. And I, and I yeah, it, it makes it a bit more realistic for us also, um, feeling like we are actually, you know, cheerleaders. So, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing, man. I mean, mm. for me, it's always been a dream to be able to do a show or do a production, be part of a production where they actually allow you to learn a new skill. Um, yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was doing this Afrikaans musical a couple of years ago, and yes. originally um, they wanted to take us to learn how to uh, BMX. Um, they oh, wanted wow. all the boys on stage to like this whole BMX choreography thing, and but oh, unfortunately wow. that fell through. And oh, I was like, oh, I damn! See. I was so looking forward to it. It would have been so cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Being an actor as well, mm. uh, being being an actor as well for you. Um, we all know that that there's quite a different technique, uh, performance technique between uh, theater acting and and film acting. Do you feel yeah. like that is also relevant to dance and the way you would perform on camera versus the way you perform on a live stage? Yeah, um, I, th- I think so. Um, we we obviously know that with with uh, stage performing that um, everything is is so much bigger with with dancing uh, we 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 kind of almost over exaggerate in a sense um mm-hmm. and i 
I think when we were shooting, the same thing kind of applied where we had to, because of the way the cameras were set up or the way the scene was set up. Um, mm. I, I don't know about you, but when, when I performed all the performances that I've done on stage um, or even competing, I often feel like, okay, I have so much space, even though you know what you're supposed yeah. to do within your space, but you feel like, okay, I have plenty space, I'm fine, you know, and you know where your mark is, all of those things. But I think with film, everything is still so much more contained. Um, mm -hmm. So you really also need to be aware of where the camera is. Um, so in that regard, with regards to like uh, spacing and, and all those kind of things, I think there's a bit of a difference. Um, but performance-wise, I think it's, I mean, the energy, that energy that you put in as a dancer, obviously there's different takes. Um, there's so many takes. So that energy, you have to bring it every single time. Yeah. Um, whereas, uh, yeah, whereas on stage, you know that, okay, I have this one moment. I need to get this right. And that, that, that energy, I think, just before you hit the stage is so electrifying that you put your all into that mm -hmm. moment. And on set, you kind of just like, okay, I need to bring this energy every single time because I don't know you know, the director might not like what he's seen the first five times. Yeah. So I need to be prepared to do this like 10 times. And then you watch it and you, you go like, oh, they actually cut like 90% of that dancing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like, okay, you know, that's, that's how it goes, I guess. So, but but the, the performance aspect, yeah, definitely that same energy needs to be brought and that same commitment. Um, yeah. Mm. And and that that, that technique, can I say, <laughs> yeah. no, absolutely. That that technique or, or knowledge about like understanding understanding where the camera is and how to perform for the camera and knowing where your can I say parameters is, as you mentioned, was that yeah. something that they had to uh, that they actually set out for you guys, or was it something that kind of you just learned with time? How 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 did you go about that? I think over time we had to learn it, or I learned it over time, and I think for. I think for dancers, it's, it's easy um, because you, you're so used to um, spacing and you're so aware of uh, mm. like your surroundings and things like that. So I think that when they give you notes, um, I think the first few times, maybe you, you're not aware of the camera or, you know, the set that you're in. But then once the director gives you notes, it's the same thing like a choreographer telling you, okay, look, you need to hit your mark. Make sure that you are in this space or... You know, so I think when the director gives gives you that notes, you as a dancer, you, you take it well and you, you understand it immediately yeah. because dancers have such a good understanding of their bodies and um, mm -hmm. of spacing and things like that. So, yeah, but yeah. over time, definitely you, you, you learn and you pick up over time. Yeah. It's also interesting because I feel like, especially in today's life, it's it's something that has become so important to know as a dancer, especially from from the LA world, um, with yeah. things like so you think you can dance, all of that. Um, yeah. the, even the choreographer has had to adjust to make sure that they understand where the camera is going to be, so that the choreography goes with the camera. Um, yeah. And I th I feel like that's something that, especially in in South Africa, um, mm. we should aspire to do more of. 
Completely, yeah. So, uh, one person who's really uh, good at that is uh, Rudy Smith because he's he's had mm, so much experience um, with with uh, commercials and like shooting his own dance videos. Um, mm, mm. And you 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 clearly see that. Um, and he was so good with with Honey, for example, because he he knows he knew exactly what he wanted and what he thought the director would want from the piece, mm, mm. just uh, camera wise. Um, so it, it, it is right. Like, I, I think that we need to learn, um, uh, things like that as, as to how to be able to adapt to a set, um, and not like when we are in studio choreographing for a specific scene, uh, in film, um, that we choreograph it so that it suits, uh, the, the camera or the set, um, yeah. and also be, be yeah, ready to do. Completely and be ready to change and adapt if the if the director says so. So yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So you mentioned earlier that that you found it uh, quite amazing with the full circle that dancing brought you back into acting. Uh, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. What was your what was your first uh, your first big leap back into the acting world? Was it with the with the Simon Lan uh, internship that you were able to do? It was. It was indeed. Um, yeah. I was. Amazing. I was blown away by by that opportunity um, just to learn. Before that, I uh, the experience of being on set helped a lot um, with being a dancer. And um, even before that, I, I was an extra um, in this commercial for some Nigerian um, like energy drink. And I remember thinking to myself <laughs> as an extra on that, like I was watching everything and observing the actors and things, and I was thinking. I want to do that, you know, and um, when the opportunity came up for, for me to audition for Sea on the Line, I, I was very scared at first because I wasn't sure if, if I had what it, what it took, um, mm. and I'm very critical about myself, um, oh, you're but, I took, but I took it with, with, with both hands and I was, I was just blown away and excited that, that I got that mm. opportunity again. So what was the journey of the internship like? I, I mean, we know it led to you playing the, the wonderful role of Vernon on Simonon for quite some time. So, but yeah. what was the internship itself like? What was the process? Um, it was good. We, I had to fly up to Joburg because at the time I was living in, uh, in Cape Town. Um, mm. So I had to fly up to Joburg um, and kind of move my life up here. Um, and I remember because I had no idea how these things went because I, I've never studied, um, and I, yeah. I've never had a speaking role. So <laughs> my first day I was sweaty. My palms were sweaty. <laughs> I was, I was a mess. I was doing everything wrong. The director was not happy with me. I remember it. Oh no. Such, it was just such a mess. And it was in that moment, like that day, I remember thinking, man, I wish I had the chance and the opportunity to study drama um, back, back mm. in school um, and that I had that opportunity. But as, it, as the year went on, um, I learned so much. I, I would try and, and, and um, watch other actors' scenes um, mm. and I tried to take as, much, uh, take as many notes as possible. Um, and we had classes uh with a lady by the name of Rulin um and she gave us some some like uh, internship because there were other interns there mm. as well um mm. and we do these classes every week 
and she'd teach us a whole bunch of things and we would try to apply it in our scenes. And yeah, I, I was never good at, at taking um, uh, like criticism, but I think I, I, I had to learn that, okay, I'm, yeah. if I'm bad at this or if I'm wrong, I need to learn very fast that I need to take mm-hmm. that Mm. and and grow from it too and yeah i i was i'm so grateful for the opportunity because i learned so much and i i, I think that mm. i grew so much from it no that's amazing and i th- i think uh, that's so important what you mentioned learning it's a, it's kind of a skill to learn how to handle criticism and also to realize that criticism is not always bad and Completely. but it depends on how you take it if you are willing to grow and you take that and you apply it even though you might not agree with it at the time eventually you're going to realize yeah. that there's more to it than just meets the eye absolutely yeah because i feel like if you if you are not good at taking criticism it's going to be a slow journey for for upcoming actors um but you need to be able to apply that um and that's how i that's that's what i learned <laughs> like i said that first yeah. day that first day always haunts me um so <laughs> that that is that is really what i take with me all the time that i do not want to repeat of that and yeah i need to i need to take it and grow with it yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you've you've been able to establish yourself um, as as quite a versatile performer, being being a dancer, being an actor, going from stage to screen. Um, but how do you balance? How do you find the balance between balancing all your 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 craft and balancing life between? I mean, life with your beautiful wife and performing. Yeah. And how do you always ensure that you are ready for that next opportunity? Um. Well, I try and I try and keep myself active. Um, in both in both regards with dancing and acting um i try and train or session when it comes to dancing for example i i try and train and session and choreograph and keep the, cre- mm. the creative juices going all the time i, I don't want to yeah. you know, slack on that and the same with with acting um like i said i i never studied so it's even more of an opportunity for me to read as much as I can, to learn as much as mm, I can, to, mm, mm. to, to, you know, just do as much as I can to, to grow and just become better. Because I feel like if I, if I don't read, for example, then I'm, I'm, I'm just stagnant, you know, or I'm not learning mm. anything about acting and I maybe go on what I think I know, then I'm never gonna, you know, move past that, and I'm just gonna stay at the same level that I'm at and not yeah. become better. But I have every reason to learn as much as I can, and um, yeah. So that's so that's what I what I try and do: try and keep myself mm. fed with as much knowledge as possible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's brilliant because also, um, regardless of if you studied or not, I think it's so important that we need we need to keep ourselves active, as you said, and we need to we need to keep working. Whether like for yeah. me, uh, I I studied, I have my degree in musical theater, but. Yeah. Even even though I've been able to work professionally within the musical theatre industry, which has been amazing, yeah. I still feel like I don't know enough. So yeah. regardless of whether we studied or not, we always need to fill that hunger. And if the moment you stop feeling like you don't need to fill that hunger, get out of the industry. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We we always need to continue like growing and learning as much as mm. we can. Um, and there's always room for improvement. Whether or not we think Absolutely. we are good at what we do, there's always room for, for improvement. 
absolutely. Um, and then tell me about your um, about your dance life. I mean, let's get into that a little bit. So you you, you started mm. dancing at quite a young age after after uh, you after drama, um, and you've had mm. the, you have the, the chance to work with some in- incredible choreographers, including Debbie Rakuzin as well as Rudy, which you mentioned earlier. But um, yeah. how did you start, or who and who were the people that kept you going with your dance? Um, I. <sighs> How did I start dancing? Well, like, like, like I mentioned, I watched a lot of music videos. So um, I used mm. to you know, dance at home and all of that. Um, but I used to watch a lot of videos online as well. And I saw these videos of Rudy all the time. And I was just so impressed. And I saw that he was, he was having auditions. Um, so then I attended one of his auditions and I made it into the crew. And since then, every I, I've been with him. Um, I've been with his crew mm-hmm. called Antimitis and Untamed. Um, I was with him for about four, I think, years. And he was really just my mentor who became, even though he's younger than me, but like he, he is so knowledgeable and so wise and you know, so beyond his years. Um, and he was really the person who, who pushed me um with my dancing i want to do you know uh, be like that you know um be yeah it is him and so so he trained me and and yeah it was just, it was just so amazing um uh dancing with him um yeah so yeah so Rudy, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I must admit, for me personally, um, every time I watch Rudy, like on Instagram or whatever, I'm just like, this man is from a different planet. Completely. Um, That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, how how does he do it? But right. But, um, <laughs> that, that's what I love, you know. And I mean, mm. to this day, I think that uh, I think the last time I danced with Rudy was last year, and I struggled. Like, still after all these years, I'm still struggling man <laughs> yeah it humbles yeah. you but it's so good it just it just yeah. allows you to be like okay okay fine just keep pushing you know you're yeah, gonna get completely. this eventually just keep pushing yeah, exactly. and that's what makes it so worth going back yeah exactly um and i mean there were there were so many other people who uh, there were often workshops that happened in cape town that that i would attend and there's so many underground street hip-hop dancers who i really mm. looked up to um who yeah, they're just so good, so underrated. Um, but just the Cape Town hip hop scene is very inspirational, and I think that was also part of the reason mm. um, I I started dancing because I would go to these competitions or these shows, and I like I think, man, I just wanna you know I wanna do that. I wanna be as good as these yeah. guys. Or, so yeah, that was quite a push. The time is now. With all this time on our hands, it's time to master your craft. At the Suitcase Club, we have your back. Why not master your craft from the comfort of your home? Take this time to learn from the best. Visit us today at thesuitcaseclub.co.za. The Suitcase Club, committed to your art. Well, I mentioned earlier your beautiful new wife, Cleo. Again, congratulations on your beautiful wedding. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, she's also a brilliant hip-hop dancer, and you guys uh, recently started Curly and Fro together. Tell me more about that. 
Um, so we started Curly and Fro before uh, we started it. We were just putting out videos. Uh, we love dancing together. Um, it's mm. just it's so much fun. And um, yeah, we we decided that during the lockdown, we, we decided that we needed to do something um, just for for other kids or other people in general who, who wanted to dance. Um, and even though there's a lot of online classes um, that people have going at the moment, mm. we we thought, you know, as a as a couple, um, we we have something to offer, you know. Um, Absolutely. And there's we've taught all over um, uh, in South Africa, and there's quite a lot of kids who who look up to us. So we thought, you know, mm. let's let's start uh, these online classes called curly and fro me being fro and Cleo being curly because people people have been asking me okay so are you curly and then fro means wife so then surely (laughs) are you kidding me (laughs) no for real i was like no um but yeah it's it's been so good i'm I'm glad that that we started it um Mm. And it's it's a journey that we are excited to see. We're excited to see what it grows into eventually. Um, and mm. we just we, we love teaching. Um, kids are, are drawn to us, I think, and our energy. Um, and I think also we, we just like seeing the growth in kids. Um, and I mm. think that's mm. that's what it's about. You know, workshops are great and and all of that, and we can learn. Um, we can learn from workshops as well, but um, there's just kids out there who, who don't have, you know, that access sometimes. And um, we, we, we have like a, a sponsor, a dancer um, as well. And people have been so grateful. People have come on board and like have offered to sponsor dancers as well. Because Oh my goodness, that's kids, amazing. Yeah, there's some kids who, who want to dance, who want to take class, but just can't afford it. Um, and mm. even though our, our monthly fee is, is 200 rand, uh, which we thought was quite affordable, there's still kids who, who can't you know, afford that. And that's why we, we had the sponsor, Dancer, and uh, we have amazing sponsors who have really come through for, for some of these kids. And yeah, the kids have been loving it so far. That's amazing. And tell me, at the, so at the moment you're, you're, you're doing dance classes, is there a possibility of extending to acting classes? Uh, I think so. <laughs> it's it's, it's just, <laughs> I, I I I feel like I I need to learn more myself um, before mm. that happens. Like I I need time to to grow as an actor myself. There are oh, there's so many amazing actors, talented actors in this country. Um, Absolutely, and I, so many people that I look up to. And I just, I, I have so much respect for them. And I feel like those, those are the people who, who are the ones, you know, who should be doing the classes. And I think I just, yeah, I just need time in that regard. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't cut yourself too short. <laughs> <laughs> but then tell me, what do you think is the link between acting and dancing? Um, well, definitely definitely telling the story um mm. we as dancers we we have a story to tell and we when we dance we we go into like this other world you know sometimes we become other yeah. people 
sometimes, and it doesn't matter what style it is, you, you just find yourself becoming some, someone else, going into the journey of the music and like, and sometimes I see dancers doing things and I'm like, wow, like what, what, what did your brain do for you to get to that, mm. you know, that, that creativity, mm-hmm. but it's, there's a story to tell and it's the same with with acting um we i love and that's part of the reason why i wanted to become an actor in the first place is telling a story is going into a different world that Dwayne wouldn't usually go into you know it's it's unusual to Dwayne, and um yeah so i think that that's definitely the link is that there's in in both spheres there's there's a, a story to tell that there's um, there's character to both. There's, yeah, there's a, there's a there's a different world that we can take ourselves into, and I think that that's such a beautiful thing. Absolutely, I think it's so beautiful, which is that what you're saying about storytelling. For me, it's something that's also very very true um and Mm. also the 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 chance that we get to learn about ourselves telling other people's stories yeah Um, uh, for me that's that's also something and it's it's so cool i've never actually thought of um as a dancer myself being able to and it's so true we we do that we we escape to a different world and you don't really you you don't really realize it in the moment but now that you mention it i'm actually going like oh my gosh yeah like because when i dance like this i always feel like this kind of character or this kind of person yeah Um, yeah and i I absolutely agree yeah and it's also i think about the journey that you take the audience on because sometimes Mm. you get those beautiful pieces and it, it brings an audience to tears and think like wow like that emotion that the dancer is portraying can really do that that you you Mm. took an audience member to that on that journey with you that they you know can sometimes cry or they can be so Mm. angry Mm. with the dancer and it's the the same the same with acting you know you take the audience member on that journey with you yeah absolutely no and I i feel like sometimes that's something that's that's uh not regarded as important in a sense is that no matter what we do whether you're a singer an actor a dancer when you yeah. whether you act on film on stage on it doesn't matter the important thing is you're telling a story yeah. um and and if you don't if you don't allow yourself to tell that story it's not you're not going to be able to bring justice to your talent um, completely uh, and not being able to to use your talent to the full potential that you can yeah yeah and i mean sometimes if if you're not if you're not being true to that you know an audience member can mm. see right through that it's it's not about being it's it's a, it should be a sincere thing you know from a true place mm. and with 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 acting especially it needs to come from the truest place otherwise your audience watches and they go like, mm, do I believe this character? <laughs> do I believe Absolutely. that that is really what, you know what I mean? So it, it yeah. has to be, it has to be sincere. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, your latest, latest hit has been playing the role of Mark in Netflix's Blood and Water. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I have to admit I binged the series the other day and I absolutely loved oh, wow. it. I'm glad um, you enjoyed but it. But I, I have to ask. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I have to ask. Um, so so yeah. Mark is a gay character, um, yeah. and things get quite heated between him and Chris, who's played by um, Arne Khriev. Um But what was it like for you as a heterosexual man to play an LGBTQ plus 
character? Um, were there any major challenges for you? And how did you work through it in order to stay true to and honest to Mark? Um, it was it was interesting. It was a beautiful journey um, that that I enjoyed, and I I truly um, I learned a lot from it. Um, I was very scared at first, not scared uh, when I got the part, but scared about what um, the, the community might think because I didn't want to not be true to the character because, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who, who might think, you know, why, why not um, just cast a, a gay person for that role? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a lot of factors that go, that went into it um, with regards to the casting process of it. Um, and obviously, they, they, there's so many other people who could have done that role. Um, but for me, I, I really just want to do portray it as best as possible um, and, not, and not come across as if I'm just a straight man, you know, lying about it. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had to be in love with Chris. I had to show that I am deeply in love with mm. Chris. And, uh, people often, people ask me like, Yo, like, so you like kissing guys, and, and I'm like, well, Mark does, yeah. And and I think mm-hmm. as an as an act as an actor, um, you need to be willing to go to those places. Um, mm. I mean, you know, I don't even know if I can talk about this, but the show that you did, I I love that show. You you know which one I'm talking about. Mm. Um, <laughs> and and the, the fact that you you took on that challenge of nudity, for example, like it's not a lot of actors would be willing to go to that place and, and challenge themselves. So it was the same for me. I, I wanted to learn from this and see, you know, how how far am am I willing to go? And I mm. for 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 my craft that was and I mean you know, people make such a big thing about kissing a guy. And I, mm. like, I've, I've been, I have so many friends who's gay, and, like, I, I've never had a problem with, with, with gay people. So for me, mm. two men kissing has never, it's never been a thing for me. It's just that as a yeah. heterosexual man, I'm not attracted to a man, I'm attracted to a woman, you know what I mean? So mm. It, mm. For, for me, it's, I didn't find it at, at all um, a, a challenge in that regard. I, I just, um, I knew that, like I even said to Arnu, because I remember, I remember the, the first time we had to do our first scene, he was, I was just nervous, he was so nervous. And <laughs> I told him, look man, like, if you know yourself, then you should be fine. I know myself, mm. you know, I, I know who I am. So, you yeah. know we need to be true to our characters so let's let's do what we are here to do you know what i mean and uh, then we we got into the zone and the moment it was action we were two guys who were into it and you know and the moment it was cut Mm. we were like okay cool you know that's yeah marcus marcus gone now and this is what it and we'd like, you know, chest bump each other, like, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it, it was a, a good learning experience. I'm, I'm so happy that I, that I got to do it. And I really just wanted, mm. like I said, I really just wanted to be true um, to, to the community and, and not, you know, 
lie about it. Yeah. Once once we were done shooting, I was so excited. You know, I was telling Cleo about it. She knew everything about it, and she was excited. And yeah, it was amazing. It was an exciting time. Yeah. I actually wanted to touch on that right now. Um, so Cleo posted the other day on Facebook and a beautiful, beautiful post about about um, the role that you played. And she said, this role wasn't an easy one for him. Most people ask me what my reaction was watching it. And all I can say is I'm so happy and extremely impressed with how well both commu- both uh, of these men took on scenes that was out of their comfort zone, representing a community, a community and embracing their directions. So, I mean, obviously she's extremely supportive being the person that she is. But how was this journey for you guys? Um, amazing. She she was absolutely so supportive. Um, I was. We 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 are very open with each other. Um, we talk about mm. everything. So I'd always tell her, you know, uh, what was going on. And um, the moment I I got casted for the role, I like checked with her. I was like, you you fine with this? And she was like, yes, babe. Like please do it you know like she was she was so so excited for me and so happy and um mm. when when we watched it the other day i mean there, there was a moment where she was sweating um <laughs> she, was, she was like she was getting all sweaty she was like wow okay <laughs> but um she she was so happy about it and i'm glad that that we could go on this journey and um, mm. Yeah, it's it's also nice that the that she is someone who's in the industry, so she understands, you know, what it mm. is that mm. we are doing. Um, and I'm I, I don't know. Sometimes may, I don't know if it's with everyone, but you know, if you're not if if you're with a partner that's maybe not in the industry, maybe they're not as understanding, you know. So mm. um, I think it it definitely made it easier that you know she she works within the industry and she understands and. Yeah, but she was so lovely yeah. Yeah, about everything. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Well, um, as you know, with uh, Mark and Chris, they have some very intimate scenes. Um, how different is it for you being intimate as a dancer versus intimate as an actor? Um, I, definitely, I, I definitely think that they, like in their own regard, you know, the, the level of intimacy is, is quite high, whereas... Like where with 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 acting, because everything with screen is so not small, but like it's much smaller. So everything comes across more intense, and it has it has to be more mm-hmm. you know intense, especially with what what you are doing. Um, and I think that dance can have that that same intensity. Um, mm. I've I've never. Seeing dance in a um, in like a, an overly sexual way, although it mm. can be, you know, it it can be very like uh, sensuous, and it can get to that mm. place where it's just absolutely, you know, sexy, or you can see two people in love, you know, and it's they get so close in the dance number. And I think when you once again coming back to telling the story as an audience member, you wanna. I mean, if you sing a duo on stage and you sing dance together, you you want to feel that passion. You wanna you want to feel the intensity that they feel. You know, you want to be taken on the journey. Exactly. So, I think I think it's actually quite similar, to be honest. Um, mm. It's still the same thing of of trying to take your 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 audience on that journey with you, just within you know dances within the movement. 
um, and whereas acting, I think it's it's a bit more internal. If that makes sense, mm. your you, that intensity is way more internal, and mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Um, but with with these intimate scenes and everything, uh, what was the process with you and, and uh, Chris, uh, or well, mm. Arnie, uh, to ensure mm. that the, the trust between you two and, and how, was, how was the intimacy handled on set? Um, well, we, you know, both of us were, were quite like well prepared um, when, we were, when we would do rehearsals on set. Um, we we did check with each other whether or not like you know should we do you want to rehearse or are you fine to do it and we both came to the decision like no i think that if we have the emotion uh if we have that down then i think the physical part of it would display fine once we mm-hmm. like once we shoot and that's exactly what happened um we we rehearsed what we needed to without the action and then once cameras were rolling, we knew that because the emotion was there and the, the intention was there, the physicality of it all would come naturally. Um, mm, absolutely. And I think that's, that's how we both prepared. Uh, it's just by making sure that, you know, emotionally you, you like me and I like you and that's all that matters, you know? Mm, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so as we've been discussing, you've been on a Netflix set. You've been on major international film sets with Universal and Warner Brothers, and you've had the chance to be on a local set with with Sevenlan. How would you say do these experiences differ from each other with regards to budget, quality, expectation, talent, casting experience? How would you say do they differ? I mean, I, I if there's a difference. think there is a clear difference. I think um, with with Sevenlan, um, the they obviously had different sets, um, which was much smaller. Um, they had the, I think the camera quality was, was also different. Whereas with the movies, you could see like the, the camera quality, it was, I mean, Warner Brothers, you know, or yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's from that level where you just see, you know, they have this equipment, they have this budget for it. So um, yeah. with the international movies that, that, the dance movies that came over, there was definitely much more money um, pumped into that so that um, mm. they can have the equipment that they have so that they could shoot on the locations that they shoot at in, in Cape Town, for example. Um, mm. So there's, everything just seems so much bigger on, on an international uh, film set. Uh, you know, catering is larger, cameras are larger, everything is just so much bigger. And I think for, for my first time, that's why my eyes were so big with my first movie. I was like, wow, this is amazing. You know, you know that being the first thing. Whereas mm. uh, local television sets is a bit more, you know, um, a scaled down level, but still produces, mm. uh, produces what it needs to. Um, there's, mm. there's also like, for us, we we had only two takes to do what we need to do, and then they would move on to the next scene. Um, so mm. they were limited in that regard. Whereas it seemed on on a on a film set that they just had so much time, even though you knew that they 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 were pushed for time, but there was also a sense of relaxation because they 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 need to film in all different angles. 
Um, they need to mm. make sure that they're getting the shot that they get. And um, yeah. And so, do you feel so like, the, like with, uh, sorry, with, with regards no. to the time, do you feel that as, as an actor, you also become a little bit more relaxed because you feel like you can actually create the best version of what you can. You actually have time to delve into the performance and not just, you know, be like a meat factory that just pushes out the, the sausage the whole time, you know? Absolutely, because I, that, that's exactly what I felt with Sierra Milan. I mean, don't get me wrong, like I loved the experience and I learned a lot, mm, but mm. I felt so, especially for me who, who came from like being a dancer and never speaking, now I had to <laughs> cram, cram things in my head and I had to make sure that, okay, I cannot get this wrong in like two takes because they only have that two. Yeah. I need to be perfect. Um, and I think, I think, I think it can be a motivation as well to make sure that you know what you're doing. Um, mm. But also, there there is something nice about having that freedom and and not being like pushed so hard because they are on a time like with, mm. with, with, with on the line. They have an entire day of scenes that they need to get through. At least you know. Sometimes I would walk away not feeling like, man, I, I think I could have done better, you know, mm. and. Yeah. I, I think in a, in a different space, uh, when you have more time, you know, when you, they, they can have more shots, at least, you know, you, like you say, there, there is a sense of comfortability and yeah, you, you feel better about it, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Well, Dwayne, we're getting close to, to the end of our conversation. Um, I mean, it's it's been incredible. Um, you're, for me personally, and I know I'm not the only one in the industry that had has had the chance to work with you, you've you've been such an incredible person to to work with and to just know, um, as, as you mentioned earlier, like you think kids kids find a way that and they attract attract to you and Cleo but I don't think it's just kids I just have to say that um, but I would like to know from you just to just as a closing question what is the one thing that you could suggest to fellow dancers and actors whether professional or not to take the next mm. step uh, to get themselves closer to where they want to be and to fight the fear um, definitely to, to to push through um, this this career with though and what you I think just the career in the arts in general, whether you're a singer or a dancer or an actor, it's it's not an easy one. And mm. um, they, we, I think we need patience and persistence. Um, mm. You know, sometimes auditions might come up or sometimes not. You know, there might be a dry season, but you need to, as an artist, find a way to keep yourself motivated and keep yourself going, whether it's you uh, creating um, your own uh, opportunities, you know, th there's no point in waiting for other people to give you opportunities. Um, you know, mm. take the time that you have while you're waiting for, for other opportunities to come up, take the time to, to, you know, make yourself better, create, um, but also have the patience and, and, and know that, that thing that you're waiting for is on the other side, but you just need to persist. And also just mm, for mm, like a younger audience or kids who want to study, you know, um, like go study. Like I, I wish that I studied, honestly, I mm. wish that I studied and, and that I, I had that opportunity. And I mean, it's never too late, um, but I think it's, it's, it's such a good thing to, you know, just to, to have that knowledge, um, 
for for younger kids and it, it will just mm. you know having that knowledge will just help them so much in the future um absolutely so yeah Oh, oh no, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for that. Um, and then lastly, where could we find you if we would like to connect with you? Where can we where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? And where can we find out more about Curly and Fro? Cool. So you can find me on Facebook, Dwayne Williams. And <laughs> and um, you can also find me on Instagram. Um, it is underscore D underscore world dot I dot um, it's a, it's a bit wow, of a <laughs> I know. I probably need to change that sometime soon. <laughs> and, wow, um, I know. I love it. It's great. <laughs> and then you can catch Curly and Fro. Um, our Instagram page is uh, Curly and Fro Official. Um, and then we also have a website. It's www.curlyandfro.co.za. Um, and people can sign up, uh, register with us for dance classes. Um, and that's that's my social amazing <laughs> amazing um with curly and fro just one one last yeah. quick little question are you guys doing um is it like live uh online sessions like via zoom or something or are you just doing is it like a video that you watch and you learn from the video so it is via zoom um every wednesday amazing. at 5 p.m um so we send out a link to, to everyone and then come on and we have a live dance class and it's so much fun you can ask our neighbors because they know <laughs> our neighbors just, here. Just our check music. them out on Instagram. It's great. <laughs> so, um, I love it. yeah, you can join us there. Amazing. But thank you so, so, so very much for spending an hour with us, uh, Dwayne. It's been incredible having you here. And uh, again, congratulations with uh, the major success with Blood and Water. Steph, thank you so much for, for having me. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I. I'm wishing you all the best for the future. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Cheers. Bye. What a passionate conversation about dance, acting, and storytelling with Dwayne. Don't forget, Blood and Water is available on Netflix right now. To find out more about Dwayne and Curly and Fro, please go to our website at thesuitcaseclub.co.za. Thank you for being committed to your art.